Why was the Decepticon's paint flaking off? Why? Because he refused to use Optimus Primer. Wow! Welcome everyone, back to Random's Thoughts, Supplemental Edition, 30-something in the third, whatever, whatever number it happens it to be. So, I'm husband. I'm wife. And we're joined today by a special guest for, well, a different game than we normally talk about. Usually, you're listening to us, we're either talking about the WoW TCG, we're talking about Harry Potter, but if you listen to recent episodes, we have been talking about Transformers. Husband's so excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. So before I get too excited and carried away, let's introduce our special guest, Landon. Landon, tell us about it, not yourself. Uh, hey, I do the TCG Rollout YouTube series where I analyze cards and the game and the Transformers TCG game in general. Awesome. So we have a whole bunch of questions for you about that and a, a number of other Transformers related things. So, wife, you want to kick it off? Sure. So, um, I guess we'll start back at the very beginning. So, what is your history with card games? What's your history with gaming in general? Oh, that's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've always played games, ever since I can remember. Um, collected Pokemon cards way back when, base set, all that stuff. Nice. Uh, don't know where those cards are anymore. Would you um, refer to yourself as a G1 Pokemon? Um, I'm all G Pokemon fan. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, I still play Pokemon TCG. Like, I've got a Pokemon TCG tattoo on my arm. Oh, like, I okay. Yeah, all the energy symbols in a row. It's, that actually sounds like it would look pretty cool as a tattoo. Oh, yeah. I'm it's picturing awesome. it in my head. That seems pretty cool. Yeah. And then, um, let's see, junior high-ish, I got into Yu-Gi-Oh! when that first came around. And got out of that pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It, it got very complicated. And then um, high school, I was in magic. Okay. And, you know, magic's magic. I hate blue. But other than that, <laughs> magic's fine. I've heard that before, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then I played anything I could get my hands on after that. Legend of the Five Rings, the Lord of the Rings card game, the Kingdom Hearts card game. They had a Stargate card game. Yes, I. Yeah. It's, that's actually very difficult to find because I've been trying to track that down because I used to be a huge Stargate fan. That, yeah, I mean, yeah, that that was a weird game. <laughs> that and like uh, Kingdom Hearts and Lord of the Rings kind of all <laughs> felt the same to me. So okay, that, that was a little disappointing, but well, they were all fun with the, the you know themes and everything. I guess if. If it's more of the same, it's okay as long as it's enjoyable. Exactly. If you hated it and they were all the same, that would be awful. But <laughs> Yeah. So, and then, like, I got out of card games for a little bit, found Pokemon TCG again, and just been hitting TCGs hard from then on. I like it. Great. 
So I guess to combine it, what's your Transformers history? Are you a G1er? A I haven't seen anything since Michael Bay made. Yes, you Black have. You watched. Prime. No, I was say I was I was I was using it as an example. Oh. <laughs> um, I haven't seen your... anything other than Michael Bay one or yeah. So what are you? Uh, Gen oneer. Nice. Um, my family had this long-running tradition. I don't know how it started, but every year. We would go up to Oregon, visit grandparents, and sit down and watch the Transformers movie. The 86 one? Nice. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I definitely have made wife watch it way more than she is happy about. <laughs> I, I don't mind it. It's just it always comes on very loud. She's also not very happy about I'll You know, I'll see her. She'll be, I'll be in the kitchen or something. She'll come down the stairs, and I'll be like, you got to touch and then yeah. she just cries a little bit and runs back and then upstairs. I run away. Yeah. Oh. So, that sounds about right. Um, so, it, you started with G1. Have you been staying with Transformers all through that card game history as well, or did you kind of drift in and out of the fandom on that front? I've been in and out. Uh, Transformers Prime really brought me back in. That was yes. such a good show. It yes. was only, it was. Uh, all right, so that's how I got wiped into Transformers. That's how I I didn't I was like do one yes or whatever it's fine. Um, I liked Blur and apparently everybody hates him. Don't care. Um, <laughs> and then Prime happened. And I was like, okay, then maybe we can start having more Transformers in the house. I specifically had to curate it in a certain order. So by the, I was watching it for a while, and by the time we were, I was ready to present it to White. It was specifically the Bulkhead Scraplets episode. If you remember that one. Oh yeah. So that's kind he knew, of... He knew that that would basically get me. Yeah, so now her other love is big green dudes, apparently. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, it's like, if you put any type of spotlight on Starscream, I'm probably going to love it. Nice. So I, I love how Starscream is just such a jerk in any of the canons that I can find. Like, yep. He's just the biggest jerk. <laughs> he has a nice Christmas story, though. Where yeah, yeah, if you have read the comics, there is a very interesting... They had a holiday special that featured Starscream. Ooh, it's, I got uh, that. Yeah, in the IDW comics. So it's one. It's a short story, uh, and they're all Christmas-themed, but Cybertronian Christmas-themed. So, for example, some of them follow a Christmas story. Yeah. You know, Ooh, the, the typical you know. Scrooge story. One of them is... A bunch of them decorating what amounts to be a Christmas tree, but in the story they explain why it's not a Christmas tree, it's something else. So it, okay. it, it's very comical, and it, it's very lighthearted, but it's a lot of fun. And like I said, that one specific one does have a Starscream-centric focus, so you may be interested in that one. Well, did you read the uh, Transformers Unicron miniseries that's happening right now? I have not yet, because I always wait for things to get collected, because... If I read it month to month, it drives me crazy until the next month. <laughs> and then yeah. he does nothing but obsess and talk about it for the next month. Um, <laughs> that just sounds like fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so it might be it might be a family rule that he's not allowed <laughs> to read things until at least three episodes or four episodes are all together. But yeah, I, I'm definitely interested in getting it. I'm just giving it a little while for it to... I'm hoping that they have some sort of collected edition before the end of the year, but I'm not super optimistic. We'll see. Yeah. So, um... So I take it Starscream is obviously your favorite. Is Have you always leaned Decepticon, or is it strictly because of him? Uh, mostly it's because of him. 
I know a lot of people love Soundwave, and he's really cool. You know, right. that's shooting out of the chest. Who doesn't like that? Yep. But uh, you know, Starscream's always been like interesting to me. Even as a kid, I was like, why does he do this? And <laughs> as an adult, I'm like, he's like brilliant, but he's also stupid. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that describes a lot of the Decepticon hierarchy, especially in the original cartoon. Very true. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of the way it went. So, to slide gears towards the card game a little bit, what are your general thoughts on the game? There has been, both in the Discord, on the various Facebook groups, on Reddit, one of the, the major questions that I see a lot, and the reason I want to ask it is because you've been doing all these great videos. Oh, thank you. Well, I, I definitely watched a lot of them, and I happen to agree with a lot of your a lot of the sentiments you have in them. So I guess great minds think alike, or something along those lines. <laughs> but a lot, well, I, in a lot of scenarios, one of the first questions that comes up is: I read the rules, I looked at the cards, the game seems really basic. Now I don't happen to agree with that. I see a lot of potential and a lot of depth. How do you feel about that, or how would you convince somebody that's on the fence that's like, I like Transformers, I like card games, but I'm already doing this other one, this looks too simple, like a kid's game. How do you? How are you selling people on it, or have you tried to sell people on it? For the most part, um, this game, it's... I agree, it is simple, but at the same time, with the simple mechanics that are presented, there's a lot of options and a lot of forethought you can put into it and so just because a game looks simple doesn't mean there's not the depth that experienced players are going to expect yeah i definitely agree with that and that's kind of where i go with it as well there's a lot of things even as i don't want to say as simple as nemesis prime but the spoiler for nemesis prime kind of told me a lot and maybe i'm i'm just grasping at straws so feel free to correct me if you feel differently but Seeing that they even went to the length of utilizing the reshuffle mechanic as a thing that you could kind of interact with in the game tells me that the people working on it are definitely interested in exploring all possible avenues. Yeah, definitely. I mean, to jump to another card, look at Jetfire. You know, right. He gets an upgrade from the scrap. If you've recently shuffled your scrap back into your deck, you're not pulling off that ability. Right. So there's a lot of give and take there and a lot of interesting things you can do with the scrap pile or with the deck. And even to that same extent, you can sort of, and I don't know if maybe you've mentioned it in some of your videos, I, I don't think I've seen it elsewhere, but you can time things such as Jetfire's ability. So like you said, if you just shuffle it in, but then maybe chop shop something away, you can force certain things to get recurred. Or the fact that you don't have a maximum hand size, you can sort of rig your deck. So if you can find a way to draw a whole bunch of cards and then keep the five or six that you want to recycle as battle cards, you can essentially get to a position where you're flipping the same cards every time. Theoretically, yeah. anyway. Yeah, definitely. You're on point, man. Like, it, it's it's something, like I said, that as the more I think about it, and every time I see people ask, I think it's a reasonable thing to ask based on the way the rules have been presented, especially because we effectively only have the quick start starter rules. But as yeah. we move forward, 
I think this team, it, it's a bunch of people that have been working on Magic for a lot of years. It's not as though they just grabbed random people off the street. These guys and, and girls know what they're doing. Yeah. And take Magic, for example. Like, you boil that game down, and it's pretty simple. You use mana to play spells. You need mana to play spells, and that's really the core of that game. Right. You know, it's a very simple game to approach, but there's layers of complexity, and there's you know, a lot of depth to that game, even with the simple presentation. Exactly. Like, I mean, has Wizards of the Coast really made a game that, like, really sucked? Like, I mean, they have games that aren't popular, but did they ever really suck? I don't think so. so I've, like, I've bought I a lot more Wizards games than I want to admit. But that's <laughs> why I don't understand, like, the initial hate. Like, oh, they don't know what they're doing. I'm like... Hipster nonsense. Back off. It'll be fine. Yeah, we have they to get. They know a, what they're doing. I was actually talking to wife about this before we started recording, and it's funny as I'm watching your videos come out, and every time it comes out, and I get more hyped about everything. As you're talking about, it, I'm like, oh, that's a really cool idea. What about this? If every card that comes out, and tell me if you feel the same way, because we know so little. Everything is such a humongous change. Like, every card that comes out is like, oh, this changes everything. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I, I haven't seen a card that I just look at. I'm like, wow, this has no possibilities. Right. Like, no matter what I look at, I'm like, ooh, how can I make that work? Like, ooh, what about this other card? Like, there's always an option there. And that's what I'm loving about the Transformers card game right now. Like, there's just too much to really dive into. Yeah. That I don't even know where to begin sometimes. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I'm I'm obviously, I unfortunately didn't get to uh, do the trial run at Gen Con that husband did because I was busy. <laughs> um, I was in another we were event. We were both very busy throughout all of Gen Con. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I didn't even get to go to Gen Con. Uh, I have not laid hands on a single card yet. Oh, really? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've been, I have them sitting on my desk and I just flipped, I bought some uh, Ultra Pro pages to put them in. I flipped through the binder, just anxiously awaiting every spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it looks, at least from the outside looking in so far, it looks like there's going to be a lot of different layers, just like you said. It's not going to be take dude, turn them sideways, at least not all the time. So that's a kind of the high level stuff that I wanted to talk to you about, but Speaking of spoilers, and I don't know if if you already have some of these videos in the works. By the time this episode goes up, you may have already released your videos. But have you gotten the opportunity to look at Bombing Run? Um, I've taken a look at it. I believe it's actually in my Sunstorm video. Ooh, okay. I had not gotten to watch that one yet. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Bombing Run since it was a... It actually... I think it was yesterday. <laughs> it was when it came out. So, man, you are quick. Yeah, it came out on the Facebook page. Yes. So, I initially caught it in Discord, but yeah, the, it originally <clears throat> has showed up on Facebook. So, for those of you out there listening that aren't aware, definitely go check out uh, TCG Rollout on YouTube, and we'll get that link into the show notes so you guys can find it there as well. But Bombing Run is an action that's choose an enemy character move one damage counter from each of your planes to that enemy, and it has one blue defense pip on it. So I don't know about you, and since obviously I didn't get to watch the video yet, I was super excited about this. Yeah, no, the thematicness of 
having planes, a plane deck. I know a lot of players are gravitating towards that already, right. but having cards that fit to that type of thematic use is going to be phenomenal. I really like how you'll be able to look at a player's team and kind of guess at what they're going to be playing. Really, you have no idea. Bombing Run might not see play in a plane deck, but it certainly should, in my opinion. As of right now, I can't see somebody excluding it unless yeah. there's something really wild out there waiting. One thing that I have been thinking about. So I have been playing card games like you for a very, very long time. <laughs> I started with Magic and lived through a number of seasons where there was the unbeatable deck. And for a while it was combo decks. And those combo decks were named for some bizarre reason after breakfast cereals. So for example, one of the decks was Fruity Pebbles. Compared nice. to this game where, and I this is the scenario where the story that I painted to wife earlier if there is organized play and you go to a tournament and you know you, you go to tournaments and you become friends with people but you may only see them at events so it's like hey joe how you doing you know what are you playing today oh i'm playing g1 seekers like th to me that sounds really cool as far mm. as building a deck as opposed to naming it after cereal yeah well i don't know if you guys have played star wars destiny but that also has the team creation character use uh, type mechanic. And there's just a lot of fun decks that can be built with that and right. a lot of fun deck names that come out. <laughs> I would imagine, yeah. We, it, that is something that we've been keeping an eye on. But see, when I heard about Transformers, it was kind of, okay, I'm going all in on this. I don't really, know if I can do all the games. <laughs> so I tested Destiny at Pax Unplugged, and I really liked it. Later yeah. in the day at PAX Unplugged, they announced Transformers. Or there was rumors about yeah, it Yeah, there was anyway. like rumors or like they pre-announced it or something like that. And I was like, well, there goes any chance that I have of playing Destiny. There, there it went. It just flew out the window with a Transformers announcement. <laughs> uh, I mean, I definitely think it's actually worth to play both. They both have their own sets of things to really make them stand apart. This is true. However, I'm going to let you in on a secret of our house. Um, the worst kept secret. Yeah, it's like the worst kept secret. I think we must say it like every other episode. Um, if you set fire to our basement, it would burn for a month with the amount of cardboard that is in our basement. Um, just so, Sounds like heaven. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it to me, yeah, it depends on who you ask. It depends <laughs> on the one who's cleaning it. Um, yeah. So he and I met over the WoW TCG card game, um, and that we played that a lot. He played a lot of Magic. I liked Pokemon. Um, then we've tried, like, a billion other things in the meantime. And I was playing card games during the 90s when literally everything just about had a card game. So Yeah. So We have a um, wide variety. There's a lot of stuff in our basement that might not see the light of day as often as it could, so we're limiting the number of new games that we're adding into our life. That's definitely true. I was just talking to someone, and like when I go play Destiny, I gotta like pack a bag for all these dice and little, <laughs> yeah. you know, tokens and all my cards and all my decks. Like for Transformers, I'm really looking forward to. I just grab my deck box and I go. Like. <laughs> yes, you're very monstrous deck box with those big cards. Yeah, I yeah. I was talking on some forums recently. I'm very, very curious because we know that they are going to be producing first-party sleeves and deck boxes and binders 
or I guess it's third party through Ultra Pro. They'll be officially branded ones. And I'm sure, you know, they'll have an Optimus one, they'll have a Bumblebee one, Megatron, Starscream, all the usual evergreen characters. I'm very, very curious what they're going to do about Metroplex, considering that I'm going to have to carry a photo album around. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. That's I haven't even been able to, like, dive deep into Metroplex myself yet. Uh-huh. Like, that's a video that I'm like, all right, I'm going to get to you. But first, let me do something that, like, I can get out there. Oh, Metroplex yeah. is going to be a giant video, I swear. Like, well, I'm very curious how that's going to shake out because there's so much potential and so many different ways they could do it. Because as far as I know, it's only been that one promotional image at this point. But it, have you played either the WoW TCG Raids or I think it's Magic Conspiracy or any of those things? Uh, I have not. So just to give you the, the quick rundown, they're basically it's one versus many or many versus the deck. So it would be one person plays the boss, and then everyone else tries to beat the boss. But the boss then, because it's, you know, two to five on one, gets super overpowered stuff. So it would be very interesting to me if, say, Metroplex, Trypticon, other city formers were an alternate mode of play, and you could actually, you know, have three people, three Decepticon decks try and take down Metroplex. That's definitely interesting and something I would love because one complaint my wife always has with TCGs is we're constantly playing against each other. Right. Yeah. You know, and uh, she doesn't play nearly as much as me, so I do have the better win record. <laughs> yeah, I would. That's usually how it goes with us as well. False. <laughs> I kick your ass all the time. Don't even go there. Oh, you are sleeping on the couch. That's exactly why you I said it. You are sleeping. Oh, I hate you so We have much to at least now. once an episode do something like that. So uh, I, you are so sleeping on the couch. So, so oh god, I would love a co-op mode. Um, my wife's really into co-op board games like Castle Panic, and we're playing Star Wars Imperial Assault nice. through the campaign. So I would love something cooperative. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm not sure if it's the right time. Oh, yeah. It, it's tough to launch all that sort of stuff at the very beginning. Yeah. But it would definitely like, be great if they have it in their minds, at least in the back of their minds. I'm sure that it's come up, it's on a whiteboard somewhere, a Unicron raid. Like that. Yeah. One, that has to be on a whiteboard somewhere. Like that has to. But it also has, somebody was joking either in one of the Facebook groups or, uh, no, it was on the TFW 2005 podcast. They were joking about making Unicron into a playmat because he has to be bigger than all the other ones. And then if you don't <laughs> beat the raid by a certain time, you flip the playmat and just flip the table. That actually, I'd be okay with that. That sounds fantastic. It would be kind of funny. I like, I like gimmicks and that's a gimmick. So, so, uh. One other spoiler that came up, and maybe you beat us and already did a video on this, but this one came out today. So if you manage to pull that off, I'm impressed. Uh, uh, Null Ray no, of Starscream? I, I haven't made a video about that one yet. Okay. But it's, I, I definitely want to talk about it. Okay, so what, do you, what are your thoughts on this thing? Or do, if you don't, spoiler alert, do you want to hold back on it? No, no, I'm good to go, man. All right, let's uh, hear it. I love this card. <laughs> Not just because it's all about Starscream, but because it shows what the mindset of the designers is right now. And that's very much like 
making your characters the star of the show. Right. You know, I was a little worried. I've been seeing a lot of action cards where I'm like, oh yeah, that's going to be great. And that's going to like make this whole deck work. And then like something like this comes out and it reminds me like, no, the characters are the important part. Like you got to make sure that focus is there. And that's what I love about this. Like no matter which version of Starscream you have, this is going to be an auto include in my opinion. It definitely appears to be that way. It has incredible offensive potential. Now, one other thing I do like about it is that although it's the Null Ray of Starscream, it still, I believe, will do something for your non-Starscream guys if you have to in a pinch. So it won't give you the bowl, but it will give you the plus one attack. Yeah. So it's not dead in all sorts of scenarios. You know, you you could use it if you have to. Yeah, it's... It's one of those cards where there's a giant plus to it if it's attached to the right character. But if Starscream, you know, dies early on, you still have something to do with it. It's not just a dead card sitting in your deck. Exactly. And going to exactly what you said, it it gives us some insight into the way the designers are looking at things and the way they're mapping things out that they don't want you to, well, I built a Starscream deck, Starscream died. I guess my whole deck folds. <laughs> That's not a fun yeah. way to play the game. This at yeah. least lets you try and scrape out that win. Yeah, very true. So is that... It, are, I mean, obviously we haven't seen the whole set, but given the Null Ray, given your already aforementioned affinity for Starscream, is that your first deck that you're planning on building? If I can, definitely. <laughs> like, I just want to make Starscream work. I don't care if he's not top tier. I, I just want to make him work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he definitely, I mean, I have a feeling there's going to be a plane deck, given the way things are going. You think? Well, you think? given the last two spoilers, it, it you could have said going in, oh, well, Starscream's a big name guy, they'll probably make it okay. But given the last two spoilers, there's some actual help for it. Yes. All, all we need right now is a seven-cost uh, plane to be announced, and we've got Starscream, Slipstream, and whatever that seven-cost guy is, and that's going to be a great deck right there. Yeah. Well, there definitely are some other options still on the, the list that have not been spoiled yet, so I'm definitely anxious to see when those are going to hit the light of day. Uh, I, I really need more leaks to happen. Yes. Because the card pool is very small right now, and with my promise of daily videos, I, I am right now running out of things. Yeah. <laughs> I've talked about everything. Hey, that's not a bad thing. Like I said, you're, you're putting in a lot of work. It may, may not be a bad idea to actually revisit some of them in light of the newer stuff. But Oh, definitely. Yeah. definitely. So I'm very curious going forward, speaking of other spoilers, what they're going to do on the front of support for the other themes to kind of bring that back. So we've seen now Null Ray. Presumably we're going to get, you know, We've already seen Optimus Prime's uh, rifle. We, I don't remember if we've seen Megatron's fusion cannon. Uh, I don't have an image of that. But it presumably that's in there. You know, we're gonna get all of those named weapons. Yeah. What other things? So bombing run. Now that we've seen it, is obvious. Oh well, that clearly would have been a plain support card. That makes sense. But before it was spoiled, you know, maybe it. It just did direct damage, not specifically something for planes. I'm curious if we'll see something else besides Swarm and something else besides Dino Chomp 
for Insecticons, Dinobots, or cars, or, you know, whatever the other team themes are going to be. I mean, they've got a lot of tags that we just have nothing with right now. Right. You know, RC's got Specialist and Motorcycle. Uh, we've got Spaceship with Autobot, uh, Cosmos, and Decepticon Shockwave. You know, like there's a lot of tags right now that just aren't really being used. And not only does that intrigue me, but it really sends home the message that the, the designers know a lot. They're already planning for these small things that don't really draw attention to be something bigger in the long run. Yes. And I, I am in 100% agreement that they, the groundwork that's being laid now moving forward is going to reap benefits for a very long time, which is something that I also would tell anybody out there who's on the fence. The fact that they're putting in the effort on the very first set to have these tags, to have everything prepped, you should expect that moving forward, they're investing in the future. It's not that this is a cash grab. This is, oh, we'll just slap Transformers on a random game that we had, you know, in the filing cabinet and call it a day. There's a lot of effort and a lot of planning that's going into this, that it's not just going to be, you know, throw it out in the stores and then by January we'll give up on it. Yeah, definitely. And not to like, you know, throw another game under the bus, but like Lightseekers, they just now started adding these uh, little symbols to their cards to signify what family they're with. And it's like, this is something they obviously didn't think of before launch. And now they're trying to like, errata cards and fix it and all that yeah. stuff. Transformers is prepared for the future. It's much different looking at Transformers yeah. where you can see the polish right away. Yeah, it, <laughs> it it really is. And it's, I don't want to say it's frustrating to see people question it, uh, the question the Transformers card game. But it, I hope that people recognize, especially as we get closer to release, that those sort of things, you know, are there and it'll be more readily apparent because some of these things, like you said, the specialist tag or the spaceship tag, it, without seeing the ancillary support cards, it may not be obvious that, well, it's there for a reason. <laughs> they didn't just put it on there for the sake of it. Yeah. And with this first set being only 121 cards, like we may not actually see those cards this set. They might be planning something in a set or two that uses that tag. Exactly. So we went through a little bit of strategy talk out for you there, dear listeners, but we have something a little different. Well, I want to do my little different first. Okay. You do your little different, then I have right. a little different. <laughs> so um, we have, in uh, just about every uh, podcast that we do with an interview, we have a couple either-or questions um, or, like, small choice, rapid, rapid answer. Yeah, rapid-fire um, rapid is the word fire. you're looking for. So... <laughs> Normally, I would start you off with Alliance or Horde, but I'm going to change that for this se- this section. Decepticon or Autobot? Decepticon. Constructed or limited? Constructed. Uh, combo control or aggro? Uh, combo. And Darkwing Duck or Batman? Darkwing Duck. Yes! <laughs> All right. That, that's the right real, now. so you're allowed to stay now. Because otherwise, we're, we're just cutting it off. We're not even saying it. No, I'm just um, kidding. Sorry. A lot of people don't know what Darkwing Duck is. No, that's that not true. I think most of the people we've talked to knew who he was. But 
one person just straight is like, wait, who? Like, all right, get out. Yeah. <laughs> get out. Uh, but uh, more people than you think say Batman, which is really, it's Bad. a sad commentary on modern society. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so that was wife's silly thing. We yeah. always like to, you know, throw something in there, break it up a bit. So here's my silly thing. And this one has a little bit of background. So let's say we're going into the fall of 2019. And in 2019 is the next HasCon. So let's assume that there is going to be organized play for the Transformers card game. And that Worlds is going to be at HasCon. Now, all of this is hypothetical. To my knowledge, there's no rumor about any of this, but it logically would make sense. So if you were in charge and you were determining what the winner gets, so it's a trophy, it's a ring, it's a plaque, tell me what it is that you're going to give to the winner aside from all the prizes, and why is it Starscream's coronation crown? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I mean, yes, it it is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've been thinking about this, no joke, for like the last three days, and then when you said you were willing to do the interview, I'm like, I got it, I know what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, I you gotta have the trumpets going that keep interrupting the announcement, like, <laughs> the whole nine yards, man. Well, except for somebody showing up and disintegrating everyone. <laughs> we'll leave that part out. But I guess, I guess. <laughs> if you really want to go for realism... <laughs> but yeah, I in, I'm not even kidding. If there is a world, I legitimately want Starscream's coronation crown as the trophy. I think well, we, you gotta you gotta have two trophies because if the player that wins is Autobots, like you gotta give him the Matrix leadership, right? And That's if fair. He's Decepticon, then he gets Starscream's crown. That's fair. I think that's completely reasonable. Or and then obviously whoever the other place, the second place, I guess gets the other one. You could definitely do that. Yeah. I want the no. If you're a Decepticon, can you get the Matrix on just a giant chain? <laughs> like like Galvatron. That yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Autobot. It doesn't. Oh my God, this would be fantastic. All right. So here's what we do. There have to be. Wizards employees in the various Facebook groups and discords. If you're out there listening, Wizards employees, you gotta make this happen. <laughs> Seriously. It would be awesome. So, I guess on the subject of organized play, though, I mean, <laughs> a little less silly. Do you want to see organized play? Are you a competitive player, or do you want to see this stay on the more casual side? No, I definitely want to see uh, organized play. Like, even if someone is playing this game casually, organized play still helps them. It keeps the game alive. It keeps it in players' consciousness. And without that, I'm not sure if this game could last a year. You know, it would have a small following. I would definitely still follow it. You know, you guys follow the World of Warcraft card game and Harry Potter card game. Like, it'll definitely keep a following, but without organized play, I just don't see it, you know, growing that much. Right. Yeah, and also organized play, I feel like it gets the word out more, and it, like... It's almost free, I mean, it's not free, but it's marketing. Yeah, it's marketing, and it's, like, 
husband and I run this into this a lot because we test against each other pretty much all the time. It gets a little stale because maybe we don't see the same thing the way another person would. And then you go to an event, you're like, oh my God, I never thought about this card like that. That's what I yeah. like about organized play. Yeah, the, you get these like, holy crap, crystallizing moments that you don't really get, you get otherwise. The, yeah, you get the exchange of ideas that wouldn't happen. Or, well, it's not that they wouldn't happen, but naturally it, it's much more difficult to try and communicate the idea online if, as opposed to if you're sitting down face-to-face making friends. To go back to our example before of I'm at a tournament, you become friendly with the people, the same faces that you see at all the events, whether it's local, it's regional, it's national, it's international. You end up seeing the same faces and you become friends with those people. And that's the relationships are part of the reason why we're all playing physical games like this. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, from my time working at a game store, like one of the best ways to actually sell a customer on a game that they're buying their kid or something is to bring up organized play because that just tells the parents, like, hey, this game actually has like a life outside of, you know, silly interaction and art on a card. Like, you can be social with this. You can meet people. You can have fun and, you know, just involve yourself with the community more. Yeah, and that's definitely having talked to parents as a teacher. That's always, like, one of their big fears of people, of, like, kids going into card games. Like, well, they just, like, don't meet anybody. And I'm just like, well, if they play card games, they're gonna. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is definitely a big point for it. And given the context of this game, the, the lore behind it, the, the media surrounding it, it helps people bond on that certain level. Now, Magic has gotten there at this point mm-hmm. where, okay, now people cosplay as the Planeswalkers or specific characters, but it wasn't always like that. Where people yeah. weren't as in, there were people that were interested in the story, but I remember when they first announced that they were going to make this overarching story, like way back in, well, I guess Mirage Block was the first one. They did have a story for Ice Age and they had minor stories for the other sets, but that was, if I recall correctly, the first one where they had a multi block story arc. And I remember people going, well, who cares in the beginning? And now it's, there are people that are all in on it. So Transformers already has that base of, well, that person's playing this card game with me. They must be interested in Transformer. And the obvious question is, well, who's your favorite? Why did you get started? That's where it starts building those relationships more easily. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's just great to have these types of uh, games. Uh, I was trying to find another word. But these types <laughs> of games for kids to jump into and play and even for adults to, you know, just get out of the house and meet people, you know, like I'm a huge gamer. I wasn't doing too many PCGs. I was mainly playing at home, playing online, getting yelled at by 12 year olds. And so I went to a <laughs> card game and I made some fantastic friendships in the Pokemon community in the destiny community and now in the Transformers community. Exactly. Yeah, we definitely still keep in touch with people that, and we still see them at conventions whenever, you know, it's like, hey, how are your kids doing? How, how's your family? How's all that? And it, it leads to, you create those memories, and that's really yeah. what the important part about it. I mean, playing the game is a lot of fun, but it's also good to build the, the stuff up around it. Yeah. Well, um, 
just because it's getting dangerously close to my bedtime, um, because I am a very old lady. Uh, do you have any shout outs or plugs or anything that you want? Be to as shameless throw? as you'd like. Yeah, please, please, <laughs> please be shameless. Uh, I'm still fairly new to YouTube, so just follow me there. Uh, TCG Lowland. It's a lot of fun. I analyze a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm also on Twitter, which I'm just starting that too. So the, it's really all about this YouTube. All right. <laughs> well, Landon, we appreciate you coming on. We definitely would like to get you back on if you're willing once everything goes live, <laughs> which is coming yeah. up. Man, it, it feels simultaneously like it's right there, but it's also forever away. Oh, I know. What's uh, the final date? September 28th. Oh, that'll be Three soon. days. Three days after my birthday. Ooh, that is an excellent birthday present. Yeah, it's a few yeah. days before mine. That's true. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. Damn. You don't even remember when my birthday no, is. No, I know when your Who's birthday is. Who's sleeping on the couch now? No, I know exactly when your birthday <laughs> is. Now I'm changing my mind of what I'm going to get you for your birthday. It's really what's happening. Well, I already pre-ordered those boxes, so we'll, yeah. we'll have to talk about that later. But anyway, we won't keep landing all night. We do really appreciate you coming on. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Enjoyed it. Yeah, and like I said, we definitely want to get you on. We're going to try and get more members of the Transformers TCG community on here because there's a lot of people producing content right now. And yeah, a lot of people excited. are copying me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it is good both to keep you on your toes since you got some competition, but also that people are invested, not to rehash the whole discussion, but people are excited to talk about this game. I, I am watching their content probably way more than I'm spending making my own. So yeah, that's it's fantastic. It's if allowed. It, if it makes you feel any better, we probably aren't going to be much of a challenge on that front because um, we keep trying to video and it just it doesn't work. Yeah, we, we'll, that's a story. Bro. Yeah, that's a that's a long story. We'll be here all night talking about our video woes. But anyway, again, yeah, I, po podcast is so much easier. You just hit record, you hit stop, and you're done. Yeah. <laughs> With some minor edits in between. Yeah, we try, we're doing better on the edits. Yeah, today's going really well. <laughs> yes. I'm having a good day. So before we jinx it, thank yeah. you again, Landon. Uh, everybody definitely check out TCG Rollout on YouTube. Again, it will be in the show notes when we post this. And check in next time for some more random thoughts. So for all other things random thoughts, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. At our website, randomsthoughts.wordpress.com. You can now find us on Facebook under the tag of Randoms Thoughts. Or find us on Twitter at randthoughtpod. That's at R-A-N-D thought pod. And please feel free to reach out to us on Gmail at randomsthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon. <laughs>